0: Christ is risen, he He is is risen risen indeed, indeed. hallelujah, amen. Dear friends in Christ, did you hear what Saint Paul wrote in those words of the epistle lesson? You are no longer strangers and aliens. You are fellow citizens. You are a holy temple in the Lord. You are being made the dwelling place of God. And members of the household of God, being built up on the foundation of the apostles with the cornerstone of Christ. It is this reality that we focus on this evening as we celebrate St. Philip and St. James. But it seems kind of like an odd thing to celebrate today doesn't a strange reality indeed after all we are isolated and as a result of our isolation we feel like we are strangers and maybe we are all the pews are empty with one pastor sitting over here and the vicar sitting over there we really are separated Some of this, maybe it's nothing new. Maybe even when we gather together with groups of people in this building maybe even, we still feel like an outsider. What's that person's name again? Who's that sitting in my pew and why are they there? Did you see what that person is wearing? Maybe we're not strangers with everyone here in this building, but we gather together in our own little peer group, our own little clique, and we gossip about the other people. We kept a distance from those people who sit on the left side of the sanctuary while we sit on the right. We gossip. We examine. We judge those around us. Even before all this nonsense started, we kept people at a distance so that we could examine them, judge them, talk about them, while keeping our own shortcomings and weaknesses and sin inside and away from them. Strangely enough, now, as we are stuck at home, Separated from our cliques. Separated from the strangers that we used to watch on the other side of the sanctuary. Now, it's more difficult for us to hide our own sin, isn't it? Because it's always there. It shows itself more clearly now, doesn't it? You know this because there have been times in the last few days and weeks where you've wished that you were a little bit more isolated from the people who are in your own home with you. You wish that they were strangers and aliens at least living down the street so that you didn't have to put up with them anymore. You're getting tired of being around family. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, for 44 days so far and counting. Your husband's socks on the floor really grind your gears now, don't they? Your wife's choice of easy listening music during the day makes your ears ring with rage. And the kids, teaching them, keeping them focused, burning off their energy in a positive way. Boy, that gets old, doesn't it? And then, just when you think you have a moment to yourself because you've barricaded yourself into the closet, the phone rings. And it's your mom wanting to chat at you like a cat lady for an hour because she's stir crazy, also. All these things really get on your nerves. And so, even more so than before. Our sinful nature wants to be strangers with the people we visit with. We wish we were strangers, far away from the people that we're stuck with. We wish we could go back to our lives, isolated and separated. Why do we feel this way? Why is this the reality for all of us? Well, the truth is this. People get on our nerves. We gossip about them. We speak about them. We point at them. We do all those things. Because we ourselves are sinners. And sinners are really bothered by other sinners. Sinful people get on each other's nerves. Sin violates the second table of God's law, where we're supposed to love our neighbors, the people around us, the same way that we love ourselves. And so the frustration we feel at all those people around us and at being separated from the people we could examine safe in isolation. All of this is a result of our own sin. We are sinners. Now here's the real problem. Sinners Don't just separate themselves from each other Sinners also become separated from God That's why Paul's words are so very important for us today Hear it again You are no longer strangers and aliens, but are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Paul says, your sin no longer separates you from God. Why? Because it's been forgiven. How? By the Lord Jesus Christ's work of salvation carried out on the cross and the empty tomb. In those actions, your sin, which had made you a stranger from God and from all the saints on earth, died on the cross with Jesus. And when your sin died, you were no longer a stranger to God. But instead, a fellow citizen a member of his own household. Fellow citizens, that means not only are your sins forgiven, but all those strangers that you're putting up with day in and day out, all those strangers that you miss from your normal lives, they are forgiven also. Your family members, forgiven by Jesus. Your friends, forgiven by Jesus. The people you haven't seen in a while, forgiven by Jesus. The people you used to gossip about, forgiven by Jesus. The people who annoy you, forgiven by Jesus. Even the politicians make you so angry at their seeming foolishness. Forgiven by Jesus all sinners everywhere each and every one forgiven by the blood death and resurrection of Jesus Christ but there's more Paul goes on You are built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the entire structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. Now finally, at this point in the sermon, we can hear about Philip and James and the other apostles, as well as all pastors of the church. Philip and James went out to preach God's Word. They visited the sick, the weary, the angry, the socially distanced people of the world, and they preached a message of forgiveness of sins through Jesus Christ. They boldly told of that message to all who would hear. And by that preaching and teaching, the church was built up person by person, family by family. Not upon them or their works or their own selves, but instead built upon the cornerstone of Jesus, the author and perfecter of the faith. The church, a group of people who acknowledge their own sinful selfishness, and the forgiveness of other people's sinful selfishness. It's a group of people called into existence by preaching God's Word. Wherever God's Word is preached and taught in its truth and purity, there the Holy Spirit is at work calling, gathering, enlightening, and sanctifying the entire church on earth. Keeping it with Jesus Christ our Lord. What does that mean? Keeping it with forgiveness. Keeping it with the one who is patient. Keeping it with the one who stopped you being a stranger from God. Instead, a part of the household of God. Philip and James preached. Peter, John, Andrew, the rest preached. And up sprang the church. And even through this very day, the same thing accomplished by the Word of God through Philip and James is accomplished here and now for you as well, dear Christian. God's Word comes to you. It creates faith in you. It places you upon that which has gone before all the people of all time who trusted in Christ the church, the apostles, the cornerstone of Christ. You belong to it. The Holy Spirit dwells within you. Your sins are all forgiven. You know what that means? It means now you're free. Free to be patient with those others you live with. Free to love the people who sit on the wrong side of the sanctuary the way that Jesus loved them and gave himself up for them. You're free to love your neighbor, free to love the guy down the street, the person who irritates you at work, your family, your friends, your mom. You're free to acknowledge All of them are forgiven by the same blood, the same death, and the same resurrection as you are. And when you do this, the Holy Spirit is working in you to care for those people, to bring others to faith, to keep them as parts of the family of God rather than strangers. To make us one body of Jesus Christ. So hear Paul's words again. You are no longer strangers and aliens, but are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into one holy temple in the Lord. In him you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.